This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Uh, we, <clears throat> excuse me. We turn now to a long-standing Zoomer issue. Since the Federal Conservative Party started phasing it out, Zoomers have been lobbying hard to get door-to-door mail delivery back. CARP has shown that forcing older seniors to venture out in the snow and ice to pick up mail at those community mailboxes is a serious hazard. Not to mention that those community mailboxes are just incredible eyesores. Reinstating home delivery was one of the provinces that the Liberal Party made when it swept to power last year. But until now, we haven't heard much from the federal government on how or when things were going to change. We want to hear from you. What do you think about it? Uh, I don't think it's going to change in time for this winter. Uh, And what do you think of this? Is this the right thing to do? The numbers 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, uh, an all-party committee on the topic has made its recommendations. NDP MP Aaron Weir, a vice chair of the committee, joins me now. Hello and welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Okay, so take us through what exactly did the committee decide? Well, that's a great question because the committee did decide in favor of restoring door-to-door mail delivery, but there was a bit of a disagreement as to the extent the liberal majority on the committee uh, decided to recommend restoring it only in areas that had been converted to community boxes after August 3rd, 2015. So starting at the beginning of the election campaign, uh, they're going to restore home mail delivery to communities that lost it. Our position in the NDP is that the government should really follow through on the promise that Trudeau made during the campaign which was to go back and restore door-to-door delivery uh, in all of the communities that had lost it, including in the months leading up to the last election. Now, uh, there are people who actually oppose this. Uh, They say it's just too expensive, that people don't care about home delivery. Do you have numbers on how much it will cost to actually restore this? And Canada Post, you know, has said they were taking away this service because they can't afford it. Well, I guess what I'd say is that every other G7 country has home mail delivery. So I view it as a basic public service that we should expect in an advanced society. Now, in terms of the question of how to pay for it, uh, that was a major debate on the committee. I mean, the conservative perspective was there's a declining volume of letter mail, so let's cut back Canada Post. The NDP perspective was Canada Post has this extensive network of infrastructure. There's postal outlets in every Canadian community, including places that might not have a bank or a credit union branch. So we see postal banking as a way that Canada Post 
could meet a need that's out there for access to financial services and also generate the revenue to sustain services like door-to-door delivery. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, do you have any numbers on this? Well, I mean, in 2015, uh, the Canadian major banks uh, made something like $30 billion of profits. So there's clearly room for another competitor to come into the banking market and uh, make money. If you look at many European countries, at Japan, uh, there are very successful and profitable postal banking systems. In a lot of those jurisdictions, the post office gets the lion's share of its revenue uh, from postal banking. So I think there is a tremendous potential uh, to generate revenue that way while delivering a service. I, I was asking about the cost of reinstating the service, not what they could make from uh, banking. Do you have a number on that? Oh, not, not right in front of me, but I think the point is that uh, the revenues from postal banking, you know, would be the NDP's solution to pay for restoring uh, the service. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't necessarily like the idea of giving the post office a bank. But um, so, uh, but you haven't put the number on, on what the service is now. Um, well, especially not because the Liberals are only promising to restore it back to this certain point in time. So, you know, one would need to uh, really do a kind of a very precise breakdown that I hope Canada Post will do in response to the committee's uh, recommendations. But, I mean, no, that's not a number that uh, anyone has in front of them right now. And is there a timetable for this? Well, the report's been uh, presented to Parliament, so now the ball is really in the government's court uh, to respond. Um, you know, unfortunately, what often happens is the government sometimes just ignores reports from parliamentary committees. Uh, but we actually did a very extensive uh, tour of the country. We spoke to a huge number of Canadians. And I think people really are passionate about uh, the need for door-to-door mail delivery and about the importance of revitalizing Canada Post. So I'm, I'm optimistic uh, that the government will pay attention to this report and uh, will take some positive steps. Mm-hmm. But it, but in the report itself, there was nothing about how long to do this. Well, we as a committee don't have the ability to impose a deadline uh, on, on the government. I mean, it's really up to the government to take action. I mean, while we were doing this consultation, the government was sort of able to say, well, there's a consultation going on. Uh, we don't need to act. But I think now the ball is squarely uh, with the Liberal government to follow through on what it promised uh, during the election and what the committee has also largely endorsed. And uh, is there anything or any thought on how to make it safer or uh, eliminate the hardship from older people, people maybe who have some mobility challenges, so that they won't have to take this risk just to pick up their mail? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we recognize that there will be community mailboxes in some of the new subdivisions. And uh, one of the recommendations the committee made was for Canada Post to commit to a much more thorough and serious consultation process with municipalities in terms of the siting and uh, maintenance of these community boxes. I mean, one of the problems with the conversion that was rammed through was there often wasn't much of a plan about where to put the boxes, uh, how to keep them clean, how, how to keep them safe. 
Um, so certainly we're recommending uh, a return to door-to-door delivery, but in places that have uh, community boxes and will continue to have them, uh, certainly there needs to be a much better uh, procedure to ensure that they function properly and that they fit into the neighborhood and that they're accessible to people. Well, remember there, there was that whole case, uh, Hamilton against Canada Post, and Hamilton lost. Well, City of Hamilton. That, that, that's right. Now, all the court ruled, though, was that, you know, the federal government and Canada Post had the right to make this conversion and put in the boxes. The court didn't say it was actually a good decision or a good policy. And those are the questions the committee examined. And indeed, the committee concluded that it would be better to have door-to-door uh, delivery. So, yeah, there's no question the federal government has, you know, constitutional jurisdiction here that trumps a municipality. Uh, but, of course, you know, the question for parliamentarians as elected representatives is what kind of service makes sense for Canadians. And the arguments for door-to-door were uh, really compelling. I mean, you mentioned seniors, but also people uh, with uh, disabilities. Uh, having a, a, a postal carrier uh, traveling around the neighborhood often provides kind of a check-in and a point of contact for a lot of residents who might otherwise be kind of isolated. We heard all kinds of stories about people that had had medical problems that were only, and they were only really discovered because the letter carrier was coming to their door and, you know, noticing the mail wasn't getting picked up and, and sort of twigged to the fact that there yeah. was a problem. Uh, and do you have any advice for people? You know, the winter has landed with a thud. So for those to whom this presents a problem, that problem is uh, now. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you could give, you know, all the obvious individual advice about, you know, being careful and, you know, wearing appropriate shoes and that kind of thing. But of course, what what our committee was focused on was more of a public policy uh, solution that's going to work uh, for everyone. And I, I certainly take the point that it will take some time to, to implement. Uh, obviously, the changes aren't going to get made uh, for this uh, winter. But you know, we are pushing hard uh, to maintain Canada Post as a public service and to restore uh, door-to-door uh, delivery. Okay. Thank you very much for that. And uh, I hope you'll keep us posted on the progress of this. Thank you. Well, the pun is appreciated and thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.